Welcome home. Welcome to the land of the dreamers. That's right. Welcome to the Team Dream Podcast. Where I am your host with the most of the most. And yes, he does boast. Okay. Your man. Yours truly. Mr. Dewey. Yes, I am here. Everybody, round of applause. Come on. Round of applause. That's right. For me. And for you, for all of y'all. <laughs> What's going on, everybody, man? I want to welcome y'all, man, to the dream, bro. Welcome y'all, man. This is this is the dream in action, man. This is the dream in reality. In y'all face. What y'all talking about? What y'all know about it, man? Come on, man. How many of y'all out there dreaming, bro? How many of y'all just woke up from a nice little dream? Got some pursuance that you want to go in with life, and you just trying to take over? Come on now. Let's do it, bro. All right, so... This is the podcast, man. This is the place where you're going to come to, um, first and foremost, learn about the dream, learn about Team Dream in all ways that you can. Any questions, any answers that I can give you, my bad for that pause, but any answers that I can give you, anything that I can give you, any inspiration and motivation and uh, uplifting uh, energy I can give you, I am here to give it. This is what this is. This is the land where we talk about the dreams and and what we doing in life, man, we have fun, we smoke some marijuana, we get some good drinks, you know, we kick back, and we just, we just, you know, we dream here, man, we talk about what we want to do, what our purpose is, how we're pursuing it, and, uh, and how we how we go along helping people find theirs, you know, to make the world a better place, you know, so that's what we're doing, man, we're dreaming hard. Uh, uh, first and foremost... What I do want to start this thing off with is saying thank you to my supporters. I don't know. How many times have I said first and foremost already? Have I said that already? First of all. Um, but I want to give a shout out to my supporters, man. Um, shout out to my people f- who are listening to this podcast right now. Uh, I want to thank you for taking out the time of your day to hear me rent to you about a lot of shit that I got in my mind. <laughs> uh, and... Also, for those who have been supporting the brand, supporting the clothing, uh, the apparel brand uh, for Team Dream, I want to give a big shout out to all of those people who have gone out and listened to my music, man, and supported my music. For all the people who have purchased, but, you know, also those people who like and share and just give me uh, words of encouragement, uh, tips and critiques, uh, all the people for just believing. Uh, and most definitely the believers, man. I want to give a shout out to just the believers, man. Even if even if you don't say nothing, man, because you don't feel like you're comfortable enough to speak because you are not in a position to just know as long as you believe in me, I can feel it. And last but definitely least, I would like to give a shout out to the haters because they are motivators. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. You give me a reason to keep pushing. You give me a reason to not fail because if I do fail, you will bask in that glory and you will love it and you will feed off of it. So I cannot give you the satisfaction of seeing me fail. I cannot give you the satisfaction of seeing me down and out or see me losing. No, you will see me learning and yearning and constantly earning. Yes. And now your feelings is 
That's right, baby. Bars. All right. So, shout out to y'all, too. Keeping me motivated to not be like you. Motherfucker. All right. So, we are going to get right into it because that's how we do it. Moving like fluid into the first topic. And that is, drum roll, please. Cracker pack right there. What is Team Dream? Ladies and gentlemen, I am about to explain to you what Team Dream actually is. Now, I get asked this a lot. Um, People ask, what is Team Dream? What is Team Dream? Team Dream um, is, 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 is more than just a group and more than just a name. It, it, is, it, is, it is more so a mindset. Um, in a lifestyle that I, I that that we pursue as dreamers, and with this concept, um, what the acronym actually stands for, dream is actually an acronym that stands for dreams rule everything around me. Again, for the people in the back, dream is an acronym for dreams rule everything around me. Now I know everybody knows the classic. Um, acronym for cream, you know, shout out to Wu-Tang Clan, because there ain't nothing to mess with. Um, with that, cash rules everything around me. Dream is a, as a flip on it, of course, um, but it, it wasn't born from that, um, concept. And I'm gonna get into where, um, the actual concept of it was born and what, what the story is of how I actually started it. Um, but it is a mindset, a mindset in the set that it's the way that you believe. Um, now, when I did, when I initially began starting this, um, I had an ideal of uh, I was chasing my dreams. You know, I was chasing my dreams. I was pursuing music, um, which is one of my goals and um, one of my dreams. And at that time, I was you know, things were seeming to fall in place. And I was really becoming to understand that I wasn't doing it for the money, or I wasn't doing it for people to really listen to me and to become famous and to be that person. I really was doing it because I loved it. And I was really doing it because I was passionate about it. And it was really always something that has been a part of me. And so as I was doing it, I was realizing that now in this time, you know, because in high school, I was a class clown. I was funny. And everybody would always say, man, you're so funny, bro. If anything, you should do comedy. And, you know, I can see that for you. That was always something I wanted to do as well. But I think that when I was going to graduate, I was really, really one of the reasons why I went to college. Uh, one was because I kind of felt like I had to and I could. But two was to prove my dad wrong. Because my dad didn't think that I could go to college. My dad had told me that, uh, shit, you might as well just sign up for the Army you know, blase, blase, you ain't got it, you ain't gonna do the boom. And I was always a smart kid, you know, uh, up until my ninth grade, I mean, up until my 10th grade year, I mean, I've seen a C maybe once or twice in my whole entire life, you know, 4.0, straight A's, and I still had that intelligence. I just, I just fell apart from the structure when I got in high school, because that's when, like, I guess my ADHD kicked into an all-time high, and Sitting still wasn't great for me. Anybody that went to high school with me know, like, I was 
nothing but a ball of energy. Uh, so, um, and ideas <laughs> that was well above anything anybody had ever possibly fathomed. I was something different, y'all. Lord have mercy. Uh, the crazy thing is I still have those thoughts. You know, I just, you know, y'all watch out because I'm coming. Anyways, but um, I really, I really um went and did that to prove him wrong and just to prove to myself also that I can do it. You know, I went to college and I was instantly a 4.0 student, you know, dean's list, uh, so many academic awards. And then, you know, things transpired after that. But um, I always thought after that, hindsight being 2020, I say, if I would if I could go back and talk to my 18-year-old self before graduation, I would say, just just go, go chase your dreams. Just go to California, go try to be a, go, go be a comedian, go, go just start trying stuff. Just try as much as you can, fail as much as you can, and then by the time you're older, you'll have something. Now, I, I did end up finding that, but I just feel like I ended up finding that chasing my dreams was exactly what I wanted, and it took me to go through that to realize that. Now, although that may have been my purpose because I learned a lot through it and I've gained so much from it, I know that at the end of the day, this was what it was all all about. And I should have listened to all those people back there in high school, but I have listened to y'all. And this is why I'm pursuing now. Trust me. So y'all keep following, y'all keep supporting, y'all keep seeing me do my thing. And this is another reason why I do it. I do it because I know it's my purpose. And I know that people believe in my purpose and people believe in that. So that's where the dream is. Um, so with that understanding that uh, chasing your dreams is what it's all about, um, the concept of dreams rule everything around me developed from there. Um, it developed into where no matter what I was doing, I was always going to invest in myself. You know, I was always going to invest in pursuing what I wanted to do. I literally record all of my music by myself, you know, at this point. I, I, I'll go to other studios. I have no problem with it, and I'm more more than willing to. Um, but I always be believed in building that foundation for yourself. And I always believe in building an empire bigger than myself. See, and when I created Team Dream, it, it wasn't like I was, okay, me and a group of my bros or me and a group of people. No, it was solely myself. You know, I said I was there in a room sitting there with myself when I developed the concept and I was in the studio, you know, with two other people when I first freestyled or I first said it, you know what I'm saying, like that. And when it turned into the song and then I, I built it from what it was, you know, um, like I said, it came from the the saying of, you know, Wu-Tang, but it was later that I noticed. You know, after I noticed, damn, hold on, wait, dreams rule everything around me. That spells out dream. Oh, shit, just like, oh, fuck, you know what I'm saying? And then, boom, it was a whole big, like, burst from there. Um, So, it, it started with me, but I've always felt like it was bigger. And it was always in an empire sense, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I felt like I added the team to it. Because I feel like everyone is a dreamer, bro. Everybody got dreams. Everybody got goals. Everybody has something that they're reaching for, that they're fighting for. Man, it's, it's crazy because I remember um, back, I believe maybe it was like maybe my 10th grade year, we had moved back to Brightmore, back on Land Fear. And uh, I was going to Cast Tech, and I had caught the bus back. It was after uh, one of my long days of practice or something like that, and I was coming back, and I was just walking down the hood, and I was realizing that because I used to stay on the same block just literally down the street, like like the, the very next part of the street down there, I used to stay like right down there. 
and I went to the school that I lived across from eventually, you know, so, and we used to get up and walk like two minutes to school every day. Uh, so I would walk down that street, you know, the same street I grew up on and would look like, damn, bro, like all these same houses is here. You know, my, my old house was gone, but the same houses is here. Some of the same people still live here. I remember that when I was a kid, you know, seeing that my dad is back in, you know what I'm saying, the same neighborhood, same hood. How how did they end up like this, bro? Why did they end up here in the hood? Why 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 is this the final set? Why are they comfortable here? What's the complacency? I know none of these motherfuckers wanted to be janitors and school teachers and blah 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 and be still living on the same block that they was living. When you was a kid, you did that's not that's not what you wanted, bro. I know everybody had a goal, everybody had a dream. They wanted to do something. Where'd, where'd you stop? Where'd you stop pursuing being a doctor? I remember going to, I remember I was in maybe first or second grade. First grade, because of the school that I was in. And they put me in charge with the with the people from career day. So I, what I would do is I would go around to the classes and sit with the people who were uh, speaking with the career day. And I was I was literally, I bullcrap y'all now, I was only like first grade because that's when I went to Coolidge and I was only there for kindergarten and first grade. So why they did that, I don't know. Did I go second grade there? No, I had moved. So yeah, but like, so I don't know. But anyways, ahead of my time type of stuff. They had me, you know, going around with the people and I would sit there and I was, at one point I would go to the younger classes and I would go around and ask all the kids, you know, what what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you, What is your dreams? It's funny, bro, that oh, it's crazy. Like the enlightenment that hit me that damn, that's what I was asking these kids. What is your dreams? What is your goal? What do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, you know, in the first grade. Um, but I also was older than everybody because my birthday was late. So that may have been a thing with it too. I was also taller than everybody. But anyways, um, I wound up asking them, and I remember kids saying, I want to be a princess. This one little boy said he wanted to be a dinosaur. And some other, like some of the, the the stuff I remember was the outlandish stuff. And I remember saying to myself, "Bro, these kids are motherfucking retarded. <laughs> like, what the fuck is they talking about, bro? Boy, you can't be no goddamn dinosaur. Girl, you ain't gonna be no motherfucking princess. You, why you don't want to be a doctor? <laughs> Boy, if you don't want to be a lawyer, like I was, you know, what I'm I was like in my head, that's what I was saying, but like." I really didn't gain, like, really gather the process of, like, they, these kids were, like, maybe, like, preschool, like, kindergarten. So, they, they concept was, like, oh, but I might have been, like, in the second grade. I can't remember what, I don't know. But, because my, my, my mind was just in a different place than these kids. But, like, the just the fact of them saying that, like, I don't know, it blew me. But it also gave me to the point where, like, damn, like, they really don't. Somebody dreaming down the street on their motorcycle. I know they do that shit too many times. I'm going to go out there and nightmare their ass. Now nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Riding down shooting a fucking lawnmower around the damn block. You ignorant piece of bastard. But anyways, so these kids were, um, and they had such big imaginations, bro. And so I was just saying to myself, like, damn, you know, you know, these kids, like, you know, they don't know the reality of life yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know that, like, you can't become a dinosaur, bro. And like, sweetheart, you only be a princess if that's in your bloodline. You know what I mean? Like, but not even me knowing that it, it isn't her bloodline. She just knew more than I knew. You know what I mean? So, um, and thank you for all my woke people for, you know, saying that in the back of their minds. 
You know what I mean? I hear y'all. Anyways, so um, I that me thinking back to those times, you know, I'm just like, people always had dreams. People always had goals. You always wanted to be something. You know, at career days, people always wanted to be something. Everybody had these outlandish things of what they wanted to be. When did they stop, bro? When did you stop and say, okay, yeah, this is this is what I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna go ahead and just be working at McDonald's, bro, or Walmart, and just just gonna do that for ten years. Like anybody, like it isn't is is no shade to anybody that's done that. You doing that, you supporting yourself, you doing what you're doing, you do your goddamn thing, be the best at it. But I always be mind blown when somebody tell me I've been here for twenty years at like a restaurant. So I'm like, damn, bro, like you didn't want to do nothing else. Like you didn't, you didn't. Are you doing like is it, are you just here for twenty years and you doing something or is that just it? Like, cause damn, like I know you want more out of life. Like, you're not happy. You are good. You're comfortable here, but you're not happy. You're not happy, bro. And, and being happy comes with chasing your dreams. Being happy comes with fulfilling your dreams, bro. I promise you, like, I'm so happy when I get two or three plays on my song and I just put it out. Like, oh, shit. Like, somebody, like, bro, it's two or three people <laughs> who maybe even didn't even hear the whole thing all the way through. I got people playing my stuff in England more than I got people playing it in Detroit. Like, so it's just like, but that's that's enough for me. You know what I mean? Because I'm satisfied with my dream and I don't get paid for it. You know what I mean? Like I'm satisfied with my brand being on my shirts. And I'm not selling a million. I'm not getting rich. I still got to go to work. <laughs> I still go to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I tried to make this into that. You know what I'm saying? But it's I know I'm still developing it. But I'm back at work. But to develop, to put back into the dream. Because again, bro, I don't work for money. Money work for me. Money is my employee. You know what I mean? Every dollar that I get, that's another employee that I got. And its job is to go out there and make me more employees. Go out there and get another employee. No, 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 no referral. No referral bonus. <laughs> you just go out there and you make me more employees. That's what my dollars do. I don't have feelings for dollars because dollars don't have feelings for me. So I can do whatever the fuck I want to do to that money. I can talk to it however I want to talk to it. Spend it how I want to spend it. Use it however I want to use it. But it damn sure won't use me. I don't work for money anymore. I will leave a job quicker than a motherfucker. And y'all know motherfuckers is fast. They got to get up out of there. I'm telling you. I don't play no games, bro, because... I don't have to deal with nothing more than, you know what I'm saying, what I have to deal with. I don't have to. If I, if, I, if you're not paying me what I'm worth, then I'm I'm out. Because I don't work. I, I One thing I do is I go hard at everything I do. If I'm going to work, I'm going to bust my ass at it. So what you're going to do is you're going to pay me bust your ass pay or you're not going to pay me. And I'm fine with, I know how to be without. I know how to make it happen. I know how to go cut some grass, rake some leaves to make a couple dollars to get in my bag and get some food to, to make to make ends meet and to get my kids what they need to go get. And you know what I'm saying? And, and and keep them up and keep them looking nice and keep them happy. But I'll be damned if I allow somebody to, you know what I'm saying, slave me for 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, $20 an hour. You can keep raising that number too, by the way. I name my price. 
You know what I mean? And that money comes back and that money works for my dream. That money goes into my dream. So when I'm working, I don't stress. I don't care if it's if I ain't doing enough, I'm tired of this. I'm just here to get this. So when I get this, I can go put these motherfuckers to work to make me more money. That's what it's all about, man. Dreams rule everything around me. Everything around me. My dreams, my goals. If it's not about pursuing my purpose, if it's not about pursuing my dreams and my passions, I'm sorry, but you you got to get away from here. If you're not aiding in that, then you got to get away from here. Not haters, like I said, haters can stay. Because haters aid in my dream. They, they aid in my fuel. But pure hate and tearing down, no, you, you can't stay. I move around you. Or we X you out. We got, a, we got a purpose to fulfill. We don't have time. We don't have time to waste, bro. Let's get it. And this is what Team Dream is. This, this is what the dream is. This is what the concept, this is what the mindset, this is what the lifestyle is. Everything is dedicated to it. Everything is dedicated to it. My my, my dedication to my diet, my dedication to my, my fitness, my dedication to everything. You put in the work, something going to come in out of it, man. Something going to come out of it. You know what I'm saying? If you pursue your dreams, the cash will come. The admiration will come because there is one thing that you do greater than everyone else on this earth, and that is your purpose. And once you find that purpose, once you find that one true thing that you do, everything comes with that because it's meant to. It is written. It is fate. But you have to put it in the work and the time and make the mistakes. Fail come times. Learn lessons and come back stronger, better than ever, and pursue that dream. Pursue that purpose. You know, so that's the concept, man. That's the lifestyle, man. Just chase your dreams by any means, man. Chase your dreams no matter what. No matter whether or not people listening, people paying attention, people trying to distract you, people trying to throw you off of your game, people telling you that you can't do it. Don't ever let nobody put their weaknesses on you. I ain't you. No, you can't do it. No, 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 no. You, you can't. You, you doubt yourself. No, you not good enough. No, you not good looking enough. Who the, who the, who the fuck are you? Who, 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 who the fuck are you? You mark ass, bitch ass, chick ass, hoe ass, pussy ass, faggot ass, sis ass, motherfucker. If I offend anybody with any of that, you probably won't know. Don't be hating. Pussy. Why? Oh, because you ain't found your purpose. That's not what we do on here, man. We don't hate on this avenue, this podcast, this land, this land of the dreamers. We don't do that. We push and we pursue. But we got to acknowledge that they are out there. They are there. We see y'all. We see y'all, glad. Some of y'all good looking, too. But you haters. You got the devil energy in ya. And we're rolling over ya. We're going to stump like Kirk Franklin. Stop. <laughs> Anyways, man. All right. So, moving forward. Developing yourself into a dreamer, bro. I want to uh, let everybody know that this is what this is, man. You are a dreamer. You know, the dreamers are a part of this team. And this is what we are pursuing. You know? Pursuing our goals, pursuing our dreams, pursuing our loves. 
So um, into the next segment, we're going to switch over into what are some of the dreams that we have out here that we're going for. Um, I'm going to do many a segments where I want to talk to people, man, bring people on the show and have y'all sitting here telling me y'all dreams, man. And we're going to go over them and, and, and give people tips on how to continue to pursue and do their thing, man. So we're going to take a small, small, small little break. And then we're going to come back with y'all and we're going to let y'all know more about the dream. Let's go. Peace, happiness, and dreams. Let's do it. Welcome, 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 welcome back in to the land of the dreamers. You know what I'm saying? How did you like it out there with the nine dreamers? You know? Heard your head, didn't it? Heard your head. Nah, just kidding. All right, so here, 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 we are going to talk about, man, uh, some of the dreams, man. I want to uh, do a segment, man, where I ask, what is your dreams, man? What are you dreaming of? What are you going for in life, man? What's your pursuits? What's your passions? What are your loves? What are the things that keep you motivated? What are the things that get you up every day? Um, There's a lot of people who have a passion and love, but it's podcasting. I'm trying to develop my passion for what I do have a passion for talking. Boy, I can talk a lot. I'm telling you. And so I said, why not, man? Why not get on here and just rant? Just get out here and just let people hear me talk. So maybe I won't be talking people's ears off as much in in person. But anyways, um, I guess the first guest I'm going to have on the show to speak about them dreams is a guy that I've known, man, I want to say all my life, man. Um, this man is probably one of the most intelligent people that I know. Um, sometimes I think that he thinks he know way too much. Uh... Uh, a very smart guy, very funny guy, man. A very warm-hearted and uh, fun guy to be around. Um, but y'all better watch out for this, man. Uh, one of the most most talented people I've ever met. Um, so talented that sometimes he don't even do half them talented to take advantage of him. And I be trying to kick his ass for that. And I tell him all the time that he need to get on this shit. Uh, but um, my main guy, bro... My motherfucking ace boom coon and a hoe when it ain't nobody, it's me and my homie. My guy. Are y'all ready? Drum roll, please. You ready though? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Me! <laughs> I forgot to mention how sexy I was. God damn! I fucked up the intro. Maybe next time. All right, y'all. So I am going to tell you guys what my dreams are, y'all. Y'all ready, man? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Now, we're not going to go into all of them today. I'm just going to give y'all a brief segment because I want to dive deep. Woo! That boy can't talk. I want to dive deep into um, why these things are dreams of mine and why I had took the chance to pursue them and why I feel like they are all been um keys to my life man so first and foremost man i'm going to start 
with the thing that actually got Team Dream started in the first place. Um, helped birth the name. Um, helped birth the mindset, the lifestyle, the the drive, the push um, to go for it no matter what. And that is the music, man. Um, my love and my drive for music. Uh, that has been, man, music has been a part of my life for the, you know, for my, all my life, man. I, mean, I know everybody, you know, really enjoys music and, and, and have a certain genre or have a favorite, you know, style of music they like to listen to. Um, but for myself, man, it, I always felt like it was deeper. Um, I see, where can I start? Uh, I'm getting raw now. I'm cutting down off of the, I'm, 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 a, I'm a guest now. <laughs> but um, so where I can say I think it started from like the earliest times maybe I could remember. Um, my my nana, my nana actually owned a keyboard. Um, what was my poppy's keyboard? Um, rest in heaven, poppy. Um, he had this keyboard in a room, and um, I would always go play it. And I would always go and play it. And uh, what she would tell me was that my hand placement. You know, for me to never, I just got sat down at the, and I knew how to put my hands, you know, and how to raise my fingers to get to certain things, how to slide my fingers across and kind of how holding notes and, you know, you're reaching over for the other ones. Just naturally, I just kind of had a, I guess, a a knowing of how to do it. Um, and so she would always talk to me about that. She always talk about getting me keyboards and stuff. And when she, like, when I would come over, she would make me sit at the keyboard because um, I, I, I kind of felt like she knew I had a musical gift. Um, and so on that keyboard, um, there was, it was a very nice keyboard now that I look back at it and I'm actually in the music, like it probably was a pretty expensive keyboard. And one of them, well, two of them that I remember finally were, um, A Ribbon in the Sky by Stevie Wonder and what was the other? And, uh, was it, I just called to say I love you. That may have been, mm, mm, mm. that may have been, um, but it was another one though. Um, and I can't remember of it right now, but so there was a few Stevie Wonder songs on there. Um, and that's how, you know, I would learn, I would try to learn how to play those songs, but they were very complicated, but I did learn how to play like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Yankee Doodle, Mary Had a Little Lamb, um, and stuff like that. And not so much off of the computer, uh, off, I mean, off of the keyboard teaching me, but just from knowing the tunes and then finding. I wouldn't play it exactly in tune. I don't think I ever played them like in the exact perfect tune, but knowing how to play the do 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 like no, but you know what I'm saying. So um, and just developing that like you know six and seven, you know, so that was like really early, and I think that that was like really where the birth of it came from because I've always remembered those moments. I've always held on to them. Um, as I grew older, of course, always loving music. Uh, my favorite rappers back in the day, uh, was DMX and Mystical <laughs> when I was growing up, bro. Cause because of my dad, my dad used to, um, when, when DMX was hot, I think it was like 96, 97 when he dropped them, uh, hell is hot. And, uh, you know, and then the, 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 the blood, 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 you know, you know, I know the names. I'm just not about to. 
rake my brain uh, to do it. Let me roll up. Um, and we would listen to him all the time. And that was when he dropped the double, you know, the platinum albums and two platinum albums in one year. And uh, I we would I would go to school. I was in kindergarten, bro. We would go to school every day and listen to them albums. And then he would play the mystical. I don't know what album that was. It might have been like Mind the Mystical. Um, because that was like early. Um, so yeah, but those are like my favorite rappers just because of that. Uh, but so growing up, I just had that feeling to music, you know, gangster music. My dad was really, really big in the R&B, um, poetry. So poetry came next, I believe maybe like middle school. Yeah. Like late elementary, like, you know, fourth, fifth grade and stuff like that. I began like kind of writing poetry. That was like fifth or sixth where I started really doing it heavily. I had this Tupac book. I had a, a Tupac poem book. And, man, I was so mad I lost it. It got it got lost in the flood. But I was gifted to it by some lady. And I because she saw me writing poems. And I, what happened was I wrote the poem. It was a teacher. I wrote the poem. I wrote a poem for our talent show in class. And I ended up winning. She thought it was amazing. And said she actually you like poetry and i was like yeah and she was like i have a a book a tupac book poetry so you know tupac you like tupac and i was like yeah you know i love tupac because of my dad too um and so she gave me this book and it was the, one of the most amazing books i've tupac was an amazing poet i mean that's why his music has so much passion tupac wasn't the most lyrical I always say that Biggie would have ate Tupac lyrically a lot. Biggie would eat a lot of people lyrically a lot. Nobody can. I still to this day don't know many people that can fuck with Biggie flow-wise or lyric-wise. It's just not happening. He is probably one of the GOATs, period. Um, but what Pac had was passion. Pac had feeling. Pac, Pac was a dreamer. Uh, when I got that book, it really showed me how amazing he was at poetry and how the passion that he put behind things. And I had a favorite, and I can't remember what the name of it, poem is. If I ever got that book back, like, I really want to try to find that. But, um, so I started to really develop my poetry in that sense. And then, um, I would read them to my sister. I really only read them to my sister or whatever, like most of them. And she thought it was always dope or whatever. And so I didn't really you know, stay into that. I remember posting some on a few forums and stuff like that. But this is before, like, this was, like, my 7th, 8th grade year. So this was before social media was anything. Maybe Crush Bot, Bebo may have been a thing, but I didn't have any social media until, like, my junior year of high school anyway. So uh, that was that. Uh, a little later, I think, like, maybe my 7th grade year, 8th grade year, I started writing parody songs. Um, I started, you know, remixing songs, uh, doing parodies, like, you know, Weird Al, Yankovic, and, uh, Lil Duval, Lil Duval, I had this song, bro. And this was one of my biggest inspirations for doing the parodies. Lil Duval, I had this, uh, this song, um, to Music Soul Child's, uh, Be Friends or something like that. And, and it's called, uh, Bitch, You Is My Girlfriend. <laughs> You're like, who you think you fucking with? You must want your shit split. I done bought them drinks. Bitch, you is my girlfriend. Damn, didn't I tell you to call? You tried give me the wrong number and you thought you wasn't gonna see me no more. Well, surprise, here I am in the flesh.
Oh, now you egging me. Bitch, last night you was digging me. Let me calm down. Here we doing tonight. Yo, that was... <laughs> but, uh, so that's really what got me into it. You know, really got me into doing it. I had a cousin named Dave. Uh, My cousin Dave. Shout out uh, Team Dream Black. My man's Curtis Black out here, man. Uh, We used to sit up nights, bro, and just write parody songs all night. I remember when New Jock City came out, the Young Jock album. We sat down and wrote, I mean, like, four or five songs just to that. You know what I'm saying? Just to that album. And then later on, in high school, bro, it, started, it, it touched a whole new level. So I, w- I would always do these songs, man. I got into high school, and I started, man. I mean, I would make diss songs, bro. I remember, I think it was, like, junior year, bro. Uh, I had already did. I had, like, Get It Wet Entertainment, bro. But I, I was singing Trey Song songs, bro. Like, it was crazy as hell, bro. I used to do motherfucking bootleg songograms. Like, they used to do the sweetograms going around the school. You know, for like Valentine's Day and Sweetest Day. And I used to literally, bro, like, <laughs> go collecting money from people just to go sing random songs, bro, to people. I always had a hustler's mindset, bro. That shit's funny as fuck. And just to think about it, I've always been involved with music. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all gaining the concept here, right? All right. So, uh, I was doing these, uh, these, these parodies and diss tracks. And I remember one time, I don't know what tip I was on that day, bro. If, if, and if any of y'all remember me on this day, bro. What the tip was I on when I came into the school? I don't even know what it was, bro. But somebody said something to me. Or I already see, I had already been thinking about dissing people. I think that's what it was. No, no, no. Okay, so it was Get It Wet Entertainment. And I think me and Eli had been going back and forth where, like, he was saying I was dry and shit. And this is before me and Eli had fully meshed into becoming, like, you know what I'm saying, a tandem. You know, we was, like, starting to get... Because first it was me and, me and Fuzz. Me and Keith was, like, always together. That was, like, my comedic partner then i went in my solo for a small period and then like right after that eli like junior year we was we was stuck like glue you know what i'm saying so from like mid junior year to senior year that was like full action but before that i didn't even like really even know i knew who eli was but like i never really paid i knew he was funny though i knew he was a funny person um but anyways we're gonna get into that later too best friends best friends uh um Later on, so anyway, so doing the parodies, I remember, I think, like, we were doing, like, a, like, you so dry, you so dry thing back and forth, and I was, like, I'm just going on all these dry-ass motherfuckers, like, I was, like, already, like, snapping on people, doing, like, this funny, like, in front of people, just talking about people, and I was, like, you know what, I'm about to make a song, bro, I'm about to make a diss track, and I was, like, everybody that disrespects me today, I was on my mid shit, bro, I was on my, <laughs> on my paid and fool, anybody that talks to me crazy, B, look at me wrong, eh? Or owes me money, they're fucking dead. All right, I'm like, I'm fucking dropping a diss song on you, bro. I'm putting you in a song and I'm dissing you, bro. I'm disrespecting the fuck out of you, bro. And I just remember, bro, every time somebody said something to me that day, bro, I would just write people's name in the book, bro. I had a notebook. I was just, okay, yep, I got you. You just wait, you just wait, bro. And I was literally like, all day, I think I took maybe like 10 people's names. I just had to find that song. And I went home and I just went ham. I know Mario Luke was with one of them. Uh, Eli was one of them. Marlon Mason was one of them. Daryl Long was one of them. Who else was one of them? It was a couple other people. Maybe Keyshawn, but that was later with the bros and stuff. But I was, bro, I was just going, just going, just snapping on people, bro. I think Eric Littleton may have been, you know what I'm saying? I was taking people pictures from Facebook, 
bro, it was it was wild, bro. I was one hell of a character, bro. And the school loved it, bro. Everybody loved it. Even people that dissed, they they had high because it was all in fun. Even though I had no hate in my heart for nobody, um, it was all in fun, bro. And uh, that that later turned into a whole like real life like diss battle. We like fought each other's in hallways, like the bros versus core. And I mean, I me and Eli redid the monster track, and bro, like I mean, literally, bro, like. Some of the greatest moments, bro, like in high school and being involved with music, bro. Um, I definitely can't forget, bro, all of the fucking sessions that we had throughout high school in the lunchrooms and outside the schools and in the vestibule. Oh, my God, bro. The years, the years dedicated to the lunchroom, the hours, the classes skipped <laughs> just to sit there and rap or to hear raps, bro. Just to, like this shit was crazy, bro. Like. Shout out to all those rappers too, bro. All y'all are the dreamers, bro. For everybody that's still pursuing their rap career, bro, I love y'all, bro. And I, I love seeing y'all miss. So um just back in those times, man, that was really when um I was developing my music, man, and developing like my love for it, developing like knowing that this was gonna be something that I was gonna do and continue to pursue. You know, um as I got into college, I started to do classes. I started to um take music composition classes and uh piano classes and stuff like that and um eventually man at like the age of 22 bro like when i feel like i hit right bottom i was sleeping in my auntie's basement fucking you know what i'm saying not doing shit with my life dropped out of school and was depressed out all hell out and didn't even know you know what was necessarily going on you know what i'm saying like i decided that i had to get out of it i had to do something about it bro like nothing's gonna change if i don't do something and i was like no matter what, no matter how much I get a job, these girls, I mean, I was, I was living, you know what I'm saying, the party life at that point, and basically was just like filtering out, you know what I'm saying, the pain, and at that point, I mean, I realized I had to do something with myself, right? I had to change something, I had to start pursuing, and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to start rapping, I'm going to start putting my, 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 my worries down, my therapy, bro, and just like, put it out here, and I don't give a fuck what nobody think about it, but I'm just going to do it. And, you know, things started changing from there. You know, I haven't gotten off of it because it's always shown me that this is what it's supposed to be. I do it because I love it, you know, not because of anything else. So, um, yeah, man, that's 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 like the conception of like the dream and how music has been my dream and how it's become where I am at it now. Um, I remember days of just like before I got into social media, I used to sit at the computer I didn't have social media until my junior year of high school, until my 11th grade year. And the re and, and I, but I would sit at home on my computer all day and download from LimeWire all freaking. LimeWire? Lime, boy, you know how many virus I'm. LimeWire? I had more motherfucking viruses than the motherfucking free clinic in that motherfucker, boy. My computer was motherfucking Las Vegas prostitute. It was heavy telling you but i had like motherfucking seven months of music consecutive playing non-stop <laughs> on that windows media player boy i i used to google top 100 top 200 billboard top 100 200 uh top songs top artists from the 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s everything bro everything hey, anything i could do i would download it i would go to people's houses excuse me and i would take their CDs, you know, they had the soul class, soul class, midnight music, 
you can get all your favorite songs $6.99 on one disc, two discs for three discs, and everybody gonna love it, yeah. Like, boy, I used to sit there, find them at people's houses, bro. I remember my grandma had them. I was, like, finessing them and taking them home, downloading the songs on the computer and giving them back, sliding them back. Man, y'all just don't understand, bro. Y'all just don't understand. I love music, bro. And that's all I did was sit there and listen to it. My headphones in the computer all goddamn day. All goddamn day. As soon as I got home from school, I was on there with my homework on video games and listening to download music. You know what I mean? Um, And, yeah, man, so that's just been my love, bro. It's been my love and my passion and something I've always wanted to do. And so when I started to do it, I just realized how 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 gratifying it is to me, how satisfying it is to me to hear my hear my story, hear my words, hear my melodies, hear my ideas on a record and just hear it back. It's beautiful, man. I've 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 cried to my own songs. You know what I'm saying? I've I've been I've been enlightened and mind blown by stuff I've said. I didn't even know I meant that when I said it. Like, damn, bro, that's deep as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just know that that's gonna have a connection with those people one day. And that's why I do it, man. The money means nothing. The fame means nothing. The all all this stuff that come with it, it means absolutely nothing. Only thing that means something to me is the fact that I do it and I love it. And somebody's going to hear it, it's going to do the same for them. You know? And that's what the dream is all about. That's why music is my dream. Because regardless to anything, if I had nothing, I'd keep doing it. I'll keep pursuing it. I keep putting out songs. No record deal, no label, no money coming in. I keep doing it. I keep playing it. Just for somebody to one day discover it and say, damn, I feel lavish. Or damn, this feel good, sound good. Oh man, I like that. Or laugh, or the anything. And that's why I'm getting back into the parodies, and that's why I'm getting into the comedy and doing all those things because it's not one avenue that you can be in to make people smile, to make people feel good. You know, and that's what the pursuit is. You know, that's what my dream ultimately is to change the world. You know, so this is one way to help get my message around the world fast and to a beat, so you can move and feel good while you're doing it. But we are going to roll out, roll out, and I got to roll up. So we're going to take a brief intermission while I start twisting. Yes, 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 yes. On this blunt, this leaf, I only smoke leaves, the finest. Anyways, so uh, I want y'all to go ahead and twist up yourself, man, and get ready for the next segment. Let me go ahead and look at my notes and see what we're going to be talking about next. We are going to be getting into where did Team Dream start? Oh, yeah, this is a good one, man. This is a very good one, man. Y'all going to hear about a good little story about the conception, you know, uh, where I started Team Dream. And as we, as we go along, I want y'all to ask me questions that y'all don't figure out because, again, I'm just sitting here just ranting. So a lot of stuff I may miss, a lot of stuff I may just... Uh, dive into a little too deep and it don't mean to be said but y'all rocking with me and i thank y'all for that y'all continue to rock with me and y'all go through this slow groove of this transition while i get ready and uh we are going to talk about where it all started so before i get into that transition man i want to say again thank y'all for listening this far you know and if y'all out go ahead and enjoy yourself and make sure you come back and finish the rest of this session I love y'all, love me too, because y'all know what I do, what I got to do to be do we do Yes, it's true. Uh-huh. All right, y'all. Love, happiness, peace, dreams, and everything. Let's get it. Who you kidding? So we are going to get back into um, where Team Dream started from. Um, how did it all start? 
how was it conceived? Um, becoming the the mindset and the the lifestyle that it is. Um, so, I guess to get a backstory of where it started, um, initially it started with the music. Um, let me see. So it was around maybe like 2017, 18, I want to say. <clears throat> and uh, at the time, I was working at the gas station in Lansing. There was a gas station in Lansing I was working at. Um, being a cashier. Um, and at that time, I had maybe like a year prior just started, you know, writing music and really recording music. Um, well, writing music to beats, um, serious raps, you know, not my parody and stuff like that. Um, and so at this point, I had maybe had a few songs written and I had, you know, ideas for, you know, mixtapes and stuff like that. And was just, you know, doing it, but hadn't gotten into a studio yet. Um, and so, but anyway, so one random day I'm working and this guy comes into the comes into the um the gas station there's a white guy um his name is tyler uh candy man is what his rap name is he's on one of the songs that i'm featuring the very first song um but anyways which is uh called dream coincidentally um but anyways so he comes to the gas station and he's like i, I can't remember why he asked me did i rap or do i do music like, i wasn't playing no music or nothing like that like none of mine the crowd did have them recorded but I was always listening to music, I guess, when he came in. And he's just like, yo, bro, like, do you rap or something like that? And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. And I'm like, I actually make music and boom, boom, boom. And he was just talking about how, no, no, that's not how it is. Okay, so he came in and he instantly just started talking about, like, how his homeboy made beats. And, like, just went off on his random bite. I'm just like, in my head, it clicked, like, yo, this is like a guy seeing, like, I've been looking for somebody that made beats and somebody with a studio. Like, and I'm in Lansing. I don't know nobody out here. Like, bro, this is exactly so. He's talking. He's like, yeah, bro. Like, my man got a studio out here. He taking classes. You know, doing his engineering thing. Excuse me. Bad sciences. Um, and so you know, what I'm saying was like, man, yeah, man. He'll take my number and hit me up, man. Yeah, you can come through to the studio. And I was like, cool, man. Bet. And um. So the first day I ever went, he ended up playing the beats. He played some beats that he had. And uh, one of the beats turned out to be the beat to the song for Dream. And in that moment, I just got to freestyling. You know, I got to just rapping. Um, I'm pretty decent at freestyling or whatever. And I began, you know, just rapping, boom, boom, boom. And a few days prior to that, because um, he had came in and told me about the studio, I was just, you know, hell bent on. This is a guy seeing this is, you know, what God needed. I've been looking forward to this. I've been manifesting this. You know, this is my moment. This is my dreams coming to fruition. And I was just, you know, I had played on the concept, you know what I'm saying, of dreams, you know, being the main focus and dreams ruling everything around me. But fast forward a few days, I think maybe like two days later, uh, on one of my off days, I go into this, I go to the studio uh, at his apartment. And he turns on that beat eventually, and we're rapping, freestyling, and I'm just kicking some shit. And then he says, 
I was I was rapping and at, at at some point I was like dreams rule everything around me. Uh chase it, fuck the money. Gotta chase the dreams, y'all. Gotta do it with your team, y'all. You know, gotta do something gleam. I kept kept going, you know, and he was like Benji he was like, Hold on, hold on, stop, stop, stop. Like what you, what did you say in the beginning of that? I'm like I went in and I repeated it. And he was like, That's it. Like the dreams rule everything, like that's the hook. And I was like, Bet, you know, that's the hook. So I ended up writing it down in my phone. And uh, so we had that, and then uh, so we ended up not finishing the song. And I went back, and I think I was at work. And I remember like over the next couple of days, I was just like writing the song at work. And it took me like maybe like a day, you know, to write the verse. It was a short verse or whatever. And um, y'all can go check that song out right now, man. It's uh, Dream um, on SoundCloud for sure, and it should be on all streaming pa- platforms. Uh, that is Dewey uh, Dream. Um, but that was the first feature Candyman. So that was the first song we did. And then so uh, in that moment, I started to grasp the concept of what the dream, you know, really is. You know, and, um, you know, dreams rule everything around me. And, you know, that being the focus point, uh, you know, because uh, Wu-Tang has the classic cash rules everything around me. And it is a feed off of it in a sense, um, because I did think about it then. Um, but it's not being the money, being the pursuing that what we are going for or what I was going for. It was the dream. It was me doing this because I loved it and because I wanted it so much. And so it just really developed into that concept from that part, you know. And so the song became the song. And then I really held to myself, okay, you know, dreams were everything around me. And I did research on it, you know, seeing that it was, you know, wasn't used. And I embedded it into my concept of who I was and what I was pursuing and what I was doing it for. And it just really became my mindset and my lifestyle, you know. And I, I would go through, you know, hell sometimes, you know, for not feeling like work was the the end-all, be-all for me. You know, I never seen myself in a corporate structure, some nine-to-five job. That's just not me. I'm not built for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm built for changing my dreams. I'm built for going for it. And so uh, this lifestyle is perfect for me. And so, I mean, not too long after that, I started kind of developing the you know, the name and how I can make it a name because I wanted to change my Instagram name to do something with it. But Dreams Rule Everything Around Me was too long. And Dream, I didn't think explained it enough and I couldn't put the actual acronym there. So I was like, you know what? You know, Team Dream had a ring to it. Dream Team was, you know, as taken as already, you know what I'm saying? That's 92 Dream Team and all stuff like that. And But Team Dream was something that wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I had never heard and then Team dreams rule everything around me. Now that is what the team is. That is what we are doing. That is that is that is who is a part of this. It's the dreamers. It is it is everyone. So that's when it became the concept. And then I went and changed my um Instagram name to Team Dream Dewey, and it's been that ever since. Uh, and over time, it just became that concept of developing it, developing the mindset, developing uh the ideal or the lifestyle of it, and just that what you want in life, no matter what it is, no matter what those goals are, that is the dream. Um, So that's where it all started, man. That's basically where it came from. It came from a, a freestyle session, uh, if you want to say that. It came from a rap session. It came from uh, me doing my first song, me actually pursuing my dreams, uh, me actually taking the chance and, and getting into the studio and recording a song, and a whole concept came from it. My whole brand came from me just getting out there and getting started. Uh, and 
it's going to continue to push me into many things into life. So uh, that's one thing, one lesson that we can learn from this is just get started on your dreams because you never know what's going to come from it. You know, I've now started branding clothes and and, and making this thing bigger than than just a music thing and, 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 and focusing on the podcast and focusing on comedy and stuff like that. So it's uh it's really been a great thing that I started it and then knowing how the concept really developed around my life, I knew that it was meant to be. Um, I met my man Steve, man, my producer. Um, Steve has been a huge part in the beginning of recording all of my beginning songs, all the early freestyles and everything like that that I was having on SoundCloud. He produced everything, edited it, um, and really helped me curate my 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 voice, my sound in the studio. Um, I learned a lot. I learned how to record, being loud, being not. He used to, you know, get on my nerves sometimes, uh, getting in my head, but it was my development. You know what I'm saying? I always took those notes. Uh, so shout out to my man Steve, man. Uh, he's officially, you know, he's always gonna be Team Dream. Um, for uh, you know, all the stuff that he's done. If he, y'all want to go check out his beats and some of the stuff that he does, um, is Neon Wingster on SoundCloud. It's at SoundCloud forward slash Neon Wingster. Y'all go ahead and uh, check him out, bro. Um, an unbelievable guy, really great guy. Um, who else would I like to you know speak on? But uh, that that is that is basically. In the nutshell, the conception, the conception story of, of Team Dream and how Team Dream originally started. And then it's it's the development from there. So moving on next, man. Moving on to the next portion. We're gonna get into some new stuff. Y'all stay tuned with me. And I stay tuned with y'all. Peace out. <laughs> Motherfucking right, but I'm left-handed. <laughs> Boy, I'm funny. Anyways, uh, so I wanted to come out here, like I didn't. Where am I coming out to? Okay, let me let me. Okay, start over. <laughs> Yo, so I wanted to come and close the freak out. Notebook closed. Dust particles flew up. I'm about to eat, smoke, and play 2K. Um, I have fulfilled this portion of the dream. And I would like to close out with a bit of motivation and inspiration, all right? On the motivation tip. The night will end. And for my people who knows what that means, know what that means. <laughs> for my people that don't, the darkness will only last so long. The hard times can only last so long. There will be light that shines. The night never lasts forever. Even in Alaska, where it's dark for a long ass time, the light comes out eventually for a short period. So what you have to understand is, no matter how dark the periods get, things will get better. No matter how hard times are, things will get better. How low things seem, you will come up. Stay focused. Okay? Know that you got it. God won't give you no more than you can handle. And you can handle a hell of a lot.
get stronger off of this. Push-ups hurt. Sit-ups hurt. Crunches hurt. Squats hurt. But they look good if you keep, stay consistent with them and keep doing them. They get easier eventually. But they never get easier to the point where you can go infinity and not feel pain again. You want to get stronger? You have to push for more pain. You want to look better? You got to push for more pain. You want to be richer? You got to sacrifice more time, less fun. But the night will end. And the day will come if the light shines and you can celebrate. Inspiration. My inspiration. The very first inspiration I am going to give this to. I could not even remotely be any way honest to give it to anyone else. Besides God, and I started this whole podcast off with him, but I'm going to end it with the more earthly important to me. My inspiration, first and foremost, is the beautiful Tatum Valen Adams. The magnificent, wonderful, handsome Carter Van Doren Adams. And my beautiful to-be Isabella Valeria Adams. My babies. And anybody that's listening to the podcast, yes, I am expecting another. Congratulate Carmen for me. Uh, whenever y'all get the chance after listening. She is bearing another beautiful child of mine. I give a shout out to her for being an amazing mother. A great mother to my son. No matter what, we've had our ups and downs, our downs and downs, our downs and then a little bit deeper. But no matter what, I always appreciate you for being strong enough to deal with me and to bear my children. And I hope that no matter what, we find a light because this night will not last forever. Definitely. But deeper into those inspirations, my baby. My first and foremost, my love, my woman, my queen, the most beautiful woman I have laid eyes on on this earth. And I bullcrap y'all not. I don't know what I did to produce that. <laughs> and her mama had a lot to do with it because, boy, she looked just like her mama. But, woof, that is a beautiful soul. I mean, just as gorgeous as all get out. Such a pretty girl. I mean, with a head of hair like flowing water. That girl, mm, 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 such a sweetie pie. Such a sweetie pie, but she will t get in your butt. <laughs> that is my baby. My big girl. She's so intelligent, so well-spoken. Knows so much. My favorite woman in the world. Teaches me everything. Teaches me what I need to do to be a man and how to be better. And I promise y'all, that is the reason why I go so hard. Because I know that I don't do everything that I can. But I say, God damn it, if I couldn't make those first six, seven years, everything, I guarantee the rest of them are about to be fucking fantastic. I can tell myself I got 10 years. 
Like I said, she tend to have everything for her. And I'm damn near there. I'm telling y'all. We're going to have everything. And then the rest of the years after that, I can't make up for the time. But I'm going to do my damnedest for every one period. And I don't mean I haven't been present. You know, anybody that know me, know that's, that's something that ain't going to happen. But, you know, not being with her mom, not being as stable as I can be, not being, um, you know, always in the best position or even making the right decisions, um, being young and just being dumb at times. Uh, I have made those mistakes, but I've always been focused on growing and I'm going to get there. That's a part of the dream, too. Let's keep going. On to the baby boy. Mm. My handsome, my boys. My twin, my literal reincarnation, my fucking spit <laughs> that walks <laughs> and talks. Jeez, man. The boy gives me literally the motivation to be everything. The way he leans on me, the way he, he loves me, the way he plays with me, the way he he keep me going. He keeps me realizing that I got to keep pushing. I can't stop. I can't be complacent because there's so much I got to show him. Everything I'm doing now, he's watching. That boy watches every damn thing I do. And it's annoying because I'd be scared he's going to pick up some bad habits. But that kid, man, and he's so smart, though. He's so smart. And he just sits there and he watches sometimes. He just sits there and he'll watch you. And he'll look. And just like me, he'll watch. And you won't even know that he picked up on anything. Later, he can repeat the whole sentence to you. You'll, you'll think nothing affected him. You'll think he, but he'll, he'll sit there and then he'll tell it to you 20 minutes later. Like that kid, man, at two, you know, it's always been oppressive to me, man. And I, I love him, man. But he keeps me on my toes, man. Keeps me knowing that I always got to get better. Um, He keeps me knowing how to be patient because he is a handful. But he, 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 he has just every good quality in a human being and all he wants is good. He keeps me knowing that I got to be mindful. You know, I have to pay attention. Um, he's made me more patient. He's made me check on my attitude. And, um, I've, I've been, you know, I've chilled out a little bit when I had Tatum, but Carter chilled me out a whole lot more as far as like being ignorant and reckless because I'd be damned if I walk away from my babies, you know what I'm saying? Or, or lose it, you know what I'm saying? Because of my attitude. You know what I'm saying? And um, one honest thing about me is I have a shit tay attitude at times. I'm getting better at it. But boy. <laughs> but we on it. Don't hold me to it. Because I ain't do it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, my babies are definitely my motivation, man. And then my newborn, um, my fresh coming is like, yo, like. Now I really got to get there. Like, now there's no more games. Now there's no more, like, yeah, yeah. Like, three strikes and you are, like, yeah, let's get it. Like, now now, now it's like I have no more space with my life for nothing else. I probably, like, I'm telling y'all, like, my head is literally, like, dedicated to the the goals. And that's about it, bro. I do, I, I be wanting people around, you know, always be seeking for the, you know what I'm saying? That, that comfort and affection. But I'm telling you, I'm so dedicated. And if you're not on that pursuit with me, you're wasting my time. And you're holding me back. And I can feel it. Once I start feeling like you're holding me back, it's time to start figuring out. And I don't know how to let go easy. I'm one of them people. I will admit it. I take a, it take a long... Once I love something, it take a long time for me to let it go. But I will figure it out. 
Because I would be damned if something throw me off my motherfucking uh, square. Off my path. But anyways, man, that was my motivation and inspiration for the first one. And we only going to get better with this at time, baby. So that was 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. We're going to get there. Uh, interviews and things like that to be in the future. Uh, again, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank everybody for supporting. I want to thank everybody for dreaming and continuing to pursue what you want to do. And for you checking in with me to see how I want to do it. If you have a dream, hit me up in my DM, man. Follow me on Instagram at teamdream underscore Dewey. That is teamdream underscore Dewey, D-E-W-E-Y. That is me, because I'm that motherfucking guy. Don't ask why. Mm, 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 mm. I love it when I do that. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, I would love for y'all to come check me out, man. So come check me out. Hit me up in my DMs. If you would like to be on the podcast, you'd like to be an interview we interviewee, what they call them? Interviewee. I'm an interviewer, so whatever. Uh, if you would like to be a part from the start, you know, so we can be the shit after the fart. God damn it! Where's my fucking record deal? <laughs> Woo, I got bars. All right, y'all. So, anyways, uh,. <laughs> Y'all come and check your boy out, man. Hit me up in my DMs. Support me. I support you. But that's what we do. Love, happiness, and dreams. Let's do it.